what is better to be like a lion or to be like a lamb? In the readings today, we are introduced again, as we begin ordinary time, into the knowledge of Christ, knowing who he really is and therefore knowing who we are. And he was presented today very clearly at the beginning of his own ministry as the Lamb of God. Behold, John the Baptist said, the Lamb of God. So God, when he came to us to save us, he specifically chose to become a lamb. Christ is a lamb because he's a new Passover in which God frees us from our particular slaveries. Christ is a lamb because he was prophesied as that new sacrifice that would be offered to save us, to redeem us. And Christ is a lamb because, as we know, Jesus was always meek, patient, and obedient. Now, simplistically, sometimes we or some might think or feel that ultimately being a lamb is the easy choice. It might be uh, just a weak reaction towards the fights that we don't really fight. But to choose to become a lamb actually requires more strength and virtue than just reacting to different provocations. And it is because Jesus was a lamb in his whole life, and especially in his passion, that then he, so to speak, became a lion in his resurrection. Often when we come to church, we repeat again and again that all these things are not just things from the past that we remember so that then we can find a way to improve. That these things, these mysteries, actually are renewed, become realities of today. And this is particularly evident today because every single time that we come to Mass, we hear those very words from today's Gospel. But not as in, look what happened 2,000 years ago, but what is happening right now. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. A reality that takes place now, and especially right before communion, we are invited to behold, to look attentively, even if we've been distracted, to actually realize deeply what is happening right now. That just as in today's gospel, when Jesus was coming toward John, in that moment, the Lord is coming toward each one of us for one purpose, to take away our sins, not generically, but those sins that we all have. He wants to free us from those sins. And again, this means not that because we're remembering all the good things that Jesus said, then we will find a method to finally change ourselves, but rather that Jesus becomes a lamb again today to sacrifice himself again today, to take away our sins again today. This is a powerful miracle of every Mass. The Lord redeems us again. 
In just a few minutes, you will hear a prayer, the prayer over the offerings, that is a wonderful, beautiful, very ancient prayer. We've been saying that prayer since at least the 500s. And it expresses powerfully this reality. This is what you will hear. Whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Mass is not just a good, devout meditation on what Jesus did. It is a daily miracle in which the Lord accomplishes our redemption again. His hope, we could say, is that for us, each Mass will redeem us more, that we will be different after this Mass, that each communion will be received with more openness and more love, so that then we will allow Christ to take away our concrete sins. The Eucharist brings us in the sacrifice of the Lamb of God and the victory of the Lion of Judah. And all of this is a simple but very important reminder now, as we begin a new year, as we resume ordinary time, because no matter what's going on outside in the world and all of that, the truth is that this can be a great year, a very good year for us, not because all the problems of the world and the church will vanish, but because we, we are invited to know Jesus Christ anew and more, and to become more like him, and that is a possibility, and for that, nothing like the Eucharist, where we receive the strength to first become lambs being like Jesus and with him, meek, innocent, and obedient. And if we're open to that invitation, then also, like him and with him, we can become lions with a courage that is so important to fight against evil, to serve when it's hard, to proclaim the truth. But the order is non-negotiable. First, lambs then lions. Sacrifice and victory come together for us in the Eucharist. And just to close, St. John Chrysostom reflects very beautifully, many, many times, uh, but I want to read one in which he reflects very powerfully about what the Lord does for us in the Eucharist. He says, he has granted to those who desire him, not only to see him, but even to touch and eat him, and fix their teeth in his flesh, and to embrace him, and satisfy all their love. So the question then is, what should happen after this Mass? What should happen especially after, if God is good and we are prepared if we receive Holy Communion. What should happen? And this is what Chrysostom writes. Let us then return from that table like lions breathing fire, 
having become terrible to the devil, thinking about the love which he has shown for us. The Eucharist can change us. This Eucharist can change us. May we be truly open to this invitation.